Welcome back to yet another thrilling episode of Babble Riot. I'm Elle. And I'm Lo. Your favorite podcast co-hosts. By the way, nobody's safe on this podcast. Just be warned. That's true. If you know us... You're screwed. You're fucked. Welcome back to yet another thrilling episode of Babble Riot. I'm Elle. And I'm Lo. Your favorite podcast co-hosts. By the way, nobody's safe on this podcast. Just be warned. That's true. If you know us... You're screwed. You're fucked. On this week's episode of Babble Riot, we will be talking about relationship insecurities. But first, hello. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? So good. Thriving, living, laughing, loving. Mm-hmm. All of the above. Mm-hmm. Except for my body, like, actually hurts. I know this doesn't look like anything, but it's literally throbbing. <laughs> I got toys thrown at me today, like hard toys, not like a plush teddy bear like an actual hard toy and I was bit twice this on my chest that one's insane literally hurts so bad and I like wanted to throw the child obviously I didn't but I put him down immediately he like and when I was pulling him away from me he was like still latched on to my skin Hmm. like ripping him off me literally no thank you no and I don't get how people breastfeed like once their kids get teeth no god no like absolutely not no there's no way in hell i don't care like i know people who have breastfed until their kids like two or three no Mm -mm. just simply because of the pain that you would feel from your child's teeth literally gnawing at your nipple like no Mm -mm. i'm against it wholeheartedly and i don't know why anyone would want to go through that no you yeah. can literally just pump and then put it in a bottle and then give it to your kid. Like, it does yeah. not have to come straight from your nipple to mouth. Yeah, exactly. I, I also don't get this whole, like, doing it without any drugs, like, giving birth or, like, doing a home birth. Like, more power to you if you do that, but that's so wild to me. Like, pain? No, thank you. Yeah. And, like, doing it by yourself without any medical professionals? Yeah. I mean, I I know most of the time they have, like, a doula or somebody that has, like, studied home births and, like, is a doctor. Like, I I get it. But also I'm like, no, I need to be thoroughly drugged. I need just emergency Put me under, honestly. A coma. (laughs) Take me out. Cut me open. And then wake me up and it'll all be over. Yeah. That sounds good. Nice. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm scarred because when I was little, I would watch TLC's show about like giving birth I don't remember what it was called but they had this show and it was on all the time and it was literally you just follow this couple for like the last couple weeks of their pregnancy and then the kid's born and just like watching the woman struggle and specifically there is this one where she was like I want to have my baby in the creek like behind the house and she literally did and I was like for what I'll see the amount of like germs and diseases that are flowing through that river and now like 
A, getting up into you because your hole is huge. And then B, <laughs> your fresh newborn baby, you're going to put them in harm's way? I mean, the creek was giving clean, but, you know, it was like in like Montana. That and does like- not matter. There's like algae and bacteria and life flowing through that, even if it's looks clean. I don't know, dude. I'll be, if I ever have a child, I will be in the hospital. Absolutely. Epidural. Yep. And praying. A lot of praying. Yeah. To all the gods. Any of them. Yeah. Any and all. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, I don't know why we got on that topic. Nipples. Right. <laughs> Our friend Chelsea turned 31 over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And we went wine tasting, which was fun. Mm-hmm. Right? That I think that's the most I've ever seen you drink. But no. No way. I barely even drink. I know. You've I, we've never seen me drunk? I don't think so. What? We've never really, like, drank. Get the vodka. I don't have any. Oh. I do have gin. Get it out. (laughs) Ew. A shot of gin. I also have little canned margaritas. Where are they? They're in the fridge. Give me one. You want one? I want to be smashed. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, I never really heard the end of the night. The end of the night was me and Allie at uh, Wild Rose. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, we all went back to Chelsea's after wine tasting. I split off because we a had been to three wineries and then also a restaurant and i was like i've had enough of this today i'm good i need to go home my social battery power move drained my alcohol intake for the day maxed Mm -hmm. like i wasn't that drunk but i was like i do not need to be out drinking more right i'm good yeah it's hard to sorry it's hard to like go out after you've been drinking all day yeah and i don't play that game yeah so i went home and i but i knew a group of the girls were gonna go out i legitimately thought everyone was going out oh because like we were all going back to chelsea's so i was really confused when like everyone got there and then like immediately turned around and left i was Mm -hmm. like what and then i didn't really want to go anymore Mm because like I was only going for like the friendship. Yeah. And then it was like three other or like three people total going out. Yeah. Which like ended up being fine. Yeah. But then Chelsea left early. So it was just me and. And. (laughs) (laughs) She told me the funniest fucking thing. Oh no. I don't know how I'm going to have to bleep her name out, but. I don't know how we got on the subject, but we were talking about masturbation mm-hmm. and like maybe we were talking about porn or something. And she was like, she was like, the only thing that gets me off <laughs> is when I'm like imagining that I live in like 500 B.C., and like some pillagers are taking over the land. Yeah, my little village and like <laughs> having their way with me. Oh my god, I kind of love that. Though. I was dying. It was so hilarious. Um she's so funny. I love her. Yeah. And then she was also telling us some like fucked up shit about her therapist or her psychiatrist. Even worse. Yeah. 
and Allie was there at this point and we were both like dude you need to report this woman like oh no yeah like horrible 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 yeah the night like it was fun and like I don't regret going out but you know I could have also gone home and it would have been fine yeah but it was cute because the girl that so like Chelsea left and this girl I don't like want to name her name but she was telling me that she's like kind of bi curious mm-hmm. and so my friend Allie who's a lesbian and I whom I'm bi- bisexual I was like we should all go to Wild Rose and like you know you can check out the scene and like yeah see what the feel vibes it out. are like and she was thriving Aww. it was so cute she was dancing and like every single song that like started playing she like started jumping up and down and was like I love this song it was really cute I love when like women that have had to deal with straight bars Mm. finally get their moment to shine in a queer bar because the music you guys so much fucking better yeah nothing annoys me more than a straight bar I honestly don't remember the last bar that I was in that was a straight bar I mean honestly me either but I just because like when I go to Cap Hill oh wait that's not true Chelsea drag us drag us to uh Sam's which like why what she was like I know someone there like we'll get free drinks we did not get free drinks she's obsessed with them so yeah and I was just sitting there like why am I here why am I at this Sam's place tavern I count uh Dino's as a straight bar right but I haven't like been inside of we went like we sat on the patio doesn't we weren't like at the bar okay (laughs) whatever you need to tell yourself at night Uh, so lo and i started watching uh love island UK. i'm so i love that for us yeah we crushed like three episodes last night we sure did if people don't know this you can get uk love island on hulu here Mm -hmm. uh they used to not release it for like a month or so well, so if there's already eight episodes out, then that means it's been airing in the UK for what, like two weeks? Yeah. So we're, so we're one week behind-ish, yeah. But we used to be like three or four weeks behind. Uh, like months behind. Yeah. I feel like they would usually release it after the entire season had aired. So if you like paid attention online, you'd already kind of know who won or like mm. who the contestants were. And then last season, I feel like it kind of finally caught up where... Yeah. You were, like, a month behind, maybe. And then now we're, like, pretty much live. Yeah, side by side. Yeah, I, I was telling Lo yesterday, it seems like Hulu was, like, begging ITV, which mm-hmm. is where it airs in the UK, to get it sooner because all of us Americans, we can't wait. We no. don't know how to wait. No. It's too hard. Instant gratification. Absolutely. Okay, so... We did a hump day. Hadn't done one of those in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Relationship insecurities. Let's dive in. Do you or have you ever felt insecure for any reason in your relationship? 92% said of course. And 8% said nope. Wow. Rough. That 8% who are you? <laughs> for real, let's look. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. But same. I mean... You, you've never been insecure in a relationship? No, I've been insecure in a relationship. Like, yeah. Like, for sure. Same. I think it's hard. I don't know. It's just as, like, a human, 
it's hard not to be insecure sometimes. Yeah. Also, I'd go so far as to say, like, every single relationship I've ever been in, like, not only romantically, but also, like, platonically, work, mm. professionally, like... Really? Oh, yeah. I have, like, really bad imposter syndrome at work a lot of the time, mm. but then even just, like, in my own personal, like, head, there's a lot going yeah. on. That sucks. I'm sorry. It's okay. I don't know if I've had a... Maybe... I think maybe with friendships when I was younger, mm-hmm. but now I'm like, it is what it is, yeah. you know, but definitely in relationships, like for sure. I think I mentioned on another episode that I sometimes feel like I have like retroactive yes. jealousy, jealousy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's definitely something that I am insecure about for that first question. We also asked how come? Okay, there's a lot of, like, your appearance or your looks, um, past traumas and violations of trust, unsure about how committed your partner is. (laughs) Someone says, I'm definitely punching. (laughs) Sketchy and manipulative. Made it too easy to second guess everything. That's definitely a big one. A partner has a friend that is, was admittedly romantically attracted to them. Mm. Yeah, we've definitely touched on that. Yeah, that's a tough one. And then childhood trauma. Fun. Love her. Yeah, that's cute. (laughs) I mean, I just, I think getting multiple of the same one means that a lot of us feel the same insecurities in our relationships across the board. And I feel... Like me, for me personally, a lot of the times that we do these hump days, I feel like I get a lot of validation out of like, I'm not the only one feeling this. And even though I know that logically in my brain, a lot of the time it's really hard to remind yourself in moments Mm -hmm. of being kind of in your emotional side of your brain. But the more I listen and hear like other people being or experiencing the exact same things, I'm like, okay, like it really is. We're all in this together. Yeah, for sure. I, I would agree. When I, that's like, honestly, why I started doing this is because I was being, I was overthinking everything and it was like during the pandemic when I started it and, Mm -hmm. you know, I just had a lot of time on my hand to like think and on my hand, (laughs) (laughs) on my hands. Um, And I had recently been through a breakup and, you know, it ended in a way that made me feel very insecure. Mm -hmm. Um, And I kind of just wanted to know like, what everyone else was thinking and I've always been interested in what other people think but I've never been the one I've never been um like outgoing enough to straight up just like ask someone to their face so Mm -hmm. I was like this is perfect I'll just do it through a little hump day series on Instagram and I had no idea it was going to turn into something you know Mm -hmm. but yeah here we are here we are where do or did your insecurities stem from 36% says baggage from a previous relationship. That's rough. 31% said learned behavior, childhood traumas. Mm -hmm. That sucks. 19% said self-inflicted. And 14% said my partner brought it out of me. Where do you, where do you think you lie in that? Um, I think some of it for sure is like childhood trauma issues of just like unstableness and Mm -hmm. um like 
being a little bit more of like a one-sided relationship a lot of the time mm. um and being like very much the like homemaker protector I yeah. do everything. I make sure everybody else is good and that can set myself up for failure. And that was some, like how your mom mm-hmm. acted when you were little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, not so much. But I mean, definitely my entire life. She's always been way more yeah. like she's always had way more on her plate than my mm-hmm. dad, at least from my point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, and then definitely in high school when our, my family went through like arguably our hardest time. Mm-hmm. It definitely was very unstable, very insecure. Um. And she, like, just girl-bossed everything all the time. Yeah. Your mom's a queen. She is. And then I think also just, like, everyone probably has a little something that they're insecure about. And I definitely have, like, struggled with my acne and my skin for a really long time. I've, like, bounced around in weight for a while. And mm-hmm. even though no one's, like, directly been, like, you're not cute for this reason. Like, right. I, it's always in the back of my head. Right. Yeah. I think mine is also probably... Well, to be honest, like all of them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but for sure, like I've always been really insecure about my body. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes I'll see a picture of my body and I'll be like, why am I insecure? Like I look good. Like I look fine. But it's just so like ingrained into my head that I should be looking a different way because of things that people have said to me, you know, when I was little or growing Mm -hmm. up or whatever like that was always something that people chose to use against me Mm -hmm. is like that I was a little bit heavier when I was little and that's just something that I've that's just stuck in my mind and I like can't get rid of it you know yeah um and so I'm you know when I'm starting a new relationship I'm like really insecure about like how are they gonna think of my body like am I good enough you know Mm -hmm. um and that's yeah, that's shitty. But I think a lot of people probably can relate to that. Um, and then definitely baggage from a previous relationship. Yeah. Um, but again, I think everyone can kind of relate to all of these. So mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of hard to pick one for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but I had to know about pooping and tooting. <laughs> farting whatever like I had to know she's still so like flabbergasted we had dinner with our friend Lauren a few like weeks ago now at this point and we were talking about this at dinner and Lauren and I both were like fuck no baby we would never in front of our partner and Elle was like I literally shit my pants in front of my partner (laughs) like I do not give a fuck and we were like yeah I was so like flabbergasted did you use that word already I did but that's okay (laughs) just really doubled down (laughs) there was a lot of flabbergastation there was (laughs) get it gas um I just couldn't believe it because like I I don't understand how you could not do that or like hold it in like Mm -hmm. not that I'm like a abnormally gassy person by any means but Mm -hmm. like it doesn't feel good to like hold it in no it doesn't you know so like I'm like why wouldn't you just like let it out if you gotta let it out and it's one thing if you're like in a new relationship whatever Mm -hmm. but specifically both of these women (laughs) have been dating the same person for years and years and years yeah and like still never Mm -hmm. that's wild to me I can go I'll like keep it on the low low mm-hmm. on the do you, 
down low. (laughs) (laughs) I'll keep it on the down low for like, you know, two months, three months or so. But then it's just, we're all human. Like we all do it. Yeah. I don't get why like it's such a big no-no. I remember listening to a, a podcast episode that from Tinks mm-hmm. and she was literally like, girls don't poop. Like we don't poop. Ever. No. No. I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't understand that. And then I was asking my mom, I was like, I was, I told her about you and Lauren and how you guys like have never farted or pooped in front of your, in front of your partners. What? Well, like I have never tooted and like been like oh sorry excuse me or like they've never (laughs) at least as far as I know and if you're anyone I've dated and you're listening to this and you can think of a time in your I don't want to (laughs) know just keep it to yourself forever please I literally don't want to know but like there have been times where once we travel together and we're spending more than like a 24-hour span together like sorry but nature calls I'm gonna have to excuse myself and do a little situation yeah but like what Lauren was saying there's sometimes where like I'll just excuse myself right and like no one know no like it doesn't get talked about at all but with my last relationship we definitely got to the point of being like can you just put in your airpods for a little bit and you know mm-hmm. I'm gonna like go to the bathroom got and it. like that was always our cue to like yeah just go mind your business somewhere else because right my apartment is not that big so it's like not. no matter where you are and the bathroom is very centrally located so no matter where you are you can hear what's going on Maybe in there if you're right here mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean it really depends yeah where do you think that like I want to know where that insecurity that like most people have comes from I think for me is like I don't want I don't want to be gross and I think of that stuff as being gross because like but like it's natural we all do it I know but like if I can do it quietly and you never know then like you can do it quietly and I never have to know like I know we all do it but like I just I would appreciate my partner working as hard as possible at least with like farting and burping to just like keep it inside that's so wild I know my last yeah my most recent last boyfriend (laughs) why did you say it like that my we, most recent last ex- oh my most recent ex-boyfriend there you is go. what I meant to say Oof. um woof I was beat up today so <laughs> um w- our first meeting I flew out like I was in Hamburg and he was in uh oh, yeah. England and I flew into London and we spent like a long weekend together like that was our first time meeting mm-hmm. and you know you're you're side by side for like however many hours that was and not even a full day in this man is already like farting no and I was like okay I see that and I raise you (laughs) just kidding I didn't do it Elena Um, Page I didn't do that um but I do remember thinking like I like that like I like that he felt comfortable enough to do that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I like that it wasn't this, like, game. Because I just feel like it's always this, like, elephant in the room. Like, we all know what's happening. We all know we're doing it at some point. It's like, why not just talk about it? I feel like it's more, for me at least, I feel more comfortable when it's, like, out in the open that that's going on rather than keeping it hush-hush. Because then it's like, I have this dirty little secret 
and it's like really really embarrassing but like it's not at least that's my point of view yeah and I also wonder because I was talking to my mom about this like I said I wonder if it's kind of based on how you were raised like if your family wasn't Mm -hmm. like a family that talked about that kind of stuff or you know like your little brother wasn't like farting at the dinner table or whatever like maybe you just like that just like wasn't how you were raised Low shaking her head yeah, so no. my dad would sometimes but like it was just like gross dad you know but like I don't think I don't know if I've ever heard my mom just like slip out a fart on the couch slip or something out on the couch you know like yeah and I also like really struggle with noises mm. like I have misophonia out the ass so mm-hmm. like sometimes the noise of a fart or a burp coming from somebody else can like really piss me off Wow. I know. So my family was a bit different (laughs) growing up. We talked about, there was nothing off limits. No. Literally nothing. Um, And like the whole family, (laughs) we were all like, you know, like, oh, I have to poop. Or Mm -hmm. like someone would fart and we'd be like, oh, why are you doing that? You know, but then someone else would do it like three minutes later. So it's like, I don't know. It it was just something that I got used to Mm -hmm. or that like was part of my life. Mm Mm-hmm. Exposure therapy. Yeah. And I maybe I would feel differently if I didn't grow up that way. Um, but Well let's hear what the people have to say. (laughs) (laughs) So do you feel comfortable tooting in front of your partner? Sixteen percent. No way, absolutely not, never ever. That was only sixteen percent. Mm-hmm. Forty five percent. I try not to, but sometimes it slips. Thirty nine percent. Yes, I do. I don't give a fuck. Wow. Yes. Your people. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I hope people don't take this though as like, I want you to like fart around me or like, I want to like talk about poop all the time. Cause like, that's not the case. It's just, I want to be comfortable enough around the people that I love for that not to be like a big deal. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I hope that's clear. I'm going to start pooping with the door open when you're over. Great. Can't wait. <laughs> when we lived together. I would literally never. <laughs> um, do you feel comfortable going number two if your partner is around? 16%. No way. Never, ever. Absolutely not. I'm assuming that's the same 16% that also said no way, never, ever, absolutely not. I would for assume tooting. So. Yes. 44%. Yes, but I don't make it public knowledge. Fair. Mm-hmm. 35%, hell yes, I'll make an announcement. 35% said that. That's wild. <laughs> that, like, the other day when we were at Chelsea's, like going back to Chelsea's after we had wine tasted all day, mm-hmm. bunch of girls I don't know, right? And mm-hmm. I'm like, someone's talking to me, and I was like, sorry, I have to poop. Like, I'll be right back. And like, I don't know why I do that. You know what? I love it. It's for just you. honest. Mm hmm. Honesty is the best policy. And, like, no one seemed, like, weirded out by it. No. That none... Like, I think I'm the most weird about it. You know mm. what I mean? Like, I know if I said it to a partner or, like, did it in front of a partner, I know that they would... Like, Let's wait. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Go, go. No. I, when I was typing this out, I was, like, trying really hard for it to make it not sound like you're literally pooping in front of your partner. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. your partner's in the bathroom with you. Yeah. Would okay. you do that? No. Okay. But I have. 
<laughs> I was going to say, so you have some boundaries, but apparently not. <laughs> That's, it was a specialized moment. Okay? A special occasion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, not okay. I was unwell. I had food poisoning. So it was like worse than just like pooping. I was going to say, so you just invited them in? No, but like I was throwing up and shitting. So. And he like, I didn't want him to see me like that, but he came in and helped me out anyways. It's not great. That's my biggest fear in life. I would check into a hotel. (laughs) What? I didn't have time to check into a hotel. You can't see me like this. That's wild. (laughs) I feel like they... I don't know. At least for me, I just feel like there's more ease or comfort when you can like just be like at your absolute lowest around mm-hmm. your partner. For sure. You know, and know that they like are still going to help you out. Yeah. I'm too perfect. So you're pretty perfect. I know. Thank you. Sorry for interrupting you. What were you going to say? Don't remember. Typical. Five percent said I'm mortified or even asking this question. Fair and valid. <laughs> so twenty-one percent are like absolutely not not doing that, not talking about it. Yeah. Which is more than I would have assumed. And probably less than you would have assumed, or No, I feel like that's pretty spot on. I okay. definitely fell it for this one I was in the category of like it happens, but I'm not gonna like make an announcement about it. Right. Whereas I'll make an announcement. You'll tell the world apparently. <laughs> how long into your relationship do you feel comfortable pooping or tooting four percent right away my ex is in that 16 percent never stop asking uh 55 percent couple months couple months in 25 percent whenever it happens it's hard to talk about this with you i guess because you're just like never that's literally i have i have okay i have farted in front of people in my life before i know shocking i have indeed and i have pooped in the same home or apartment as somebody or hotel room that i've been dating yeah so like it's not like it never happens i just am a little bit more private about it i guess than you are okay gotcha um that's all like a dairy issue so like that's true that's another thing like which I'm very honest with my partners up front about being like, here's the deal, babe. If I eat this pizza? Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is what's going on. If you want me to enjoy pizza with you, I will. But. Then you have to go. Then you have to deal with the consequences <laughs> of that action. Yeah. I don't have that. So maybe yeah. I would feel more like that if I did. Yeah. Um, 55% said couple months in which I feel like that's you know that's over half I feel like that's pretty typical that's pretty much in all my relationships and I told this to you and Lauren too like in all of my relationships I've farted or pooped in front of my partners Mm -hmm. or not yeah but um there's always been like a couple months where you know it's still like everything's cute and sexy and like we're fucking so much that we don't even have time to poop or fart Mm mm-hmm Maybe queef, but... That's their fault. That's their fault for sure. Men, I just want you to know that is literally your fault. That's actually one of my biggest insecurities of, like, cooking up with someone... Same. ...who I'm, like, not in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, 
But like, I hate that I do that sometimes. Same. Because it feels, I feel like they think I just farted on them. (laughs) I think they know that you didn't. I hope so. It's not great. But also again, your fault. I remember, I don't remember who it was actually, but I like learned to queef like on command. (laughs) Stop talking. (laughs) I remember my friend and I, we were like on our backs and we like put our legs up and start rocking. (laughs) And we were both doing low space right now. I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, TMI. TMI, sorry. <laughs> Did you smell crack before you? <laughs> I was beat up. How many times do I have to tell you? Does that alter your brain chemistry? Yes. Okay. <sighs> Moving away from poop and farting and Thank all of that. God. <laughs> have you ever let your own insecurities stop you from pursuing someone you really liked? 52% said absolutely. That's sad. Mm-hmm. 21% said nah. 27% said probably. So 79% basically yeah. said yes. yeah. Yeah. Um, so I asked what insecurities stopped you? Let's see. Not being good looking enough. My weight. Insecurities about my body are often the feedback that I'm too much. My career habits or lack of confidence experience with dating um yeah I mean I think all of those things make sense for it to put you off from mm-hmm. dating someone that you really like which is sad mm-hmm. and I think if someone really likes you back and like there is that potential for a relationship mm-hmm. haven't you already gotten to that point where you know those I don't know like those insecurities of yours haven't seemed to bother the other person or do you think people are thinking like this has stopped me from even like approaching I think probably both I think it stopped them from even approaching or even thinking that it's a possibility Mm -hmm. and then even if like maybe you are coworkers or like friends of friends and you yeah. think somebody's attractive and you've hung out a couple times and like maybe there's some flirty banter but like nothing's ever really been like confirmed I guess. Yeah. Strongly. So they are just kind of are like, well, I probably should just like not because or like I don't want to get my hopes up because they probably won't like me, so I'm just going to like yeah. not even try. I've definitely made plans to go on a date with someone before and then like right before it or like I don't know a day or so before I I canceled it because I was just so insecure about something whether Mm -hmm. it was like I don't feel like I look like my photos in real life Mm -hmm. or I feel like or maybe I had like a couple zits that just like popped up over overnight and I was like nope absolutely not they can't see me like this Mm -hmm. and it's all fully like in our heads Mm -hmm. absolutely but I think we've all probably also received some sort of confirmation that our insecurities are valid at some point in our lives to the point where it like kind of it just like kind of fucks fucks with your head a little bit Mm -hmm. because like if you're insecure about being overweight and someone calls you fat Mm -hmm. like 
okay my insecurity is now confirmed thank yeah. you yeah just as an example maybe not everyone's experienced that but that's my two cents mm-hmm. um has either your insecurity or your partner's insecurity led to the demise of your relationship 77 percent said yes absolutely 23 percent said couldn't be me that is a lot Mm-hmm. to end a relationship mm-hmm. on insecurities mm-hmm. 77% mm-hmm. that's wild I was not expecting it to be that high um what what were these insecurities let's see they were insecure and manipulative and projected it onto me um a woman said that I made more money than him mm. I couldn't take a compliment, and I often questioned things because I'd been cheated on before. I definitely fall into that 77%. I, my last relationship definitely was, like, a bit of insecurities on both of our sides, but mm-hmm. I think more so on his just about, like, where he was in life, where he wanted to go, um, and just making sure. And, like, we'd lived together for a pretty long time at that point. Like, it kind of felt like our relationship was kind of progressing to, like, that next step. Mm-hmm. Not that, like, I don't think we were going to get engaged anytime soon or anything like that. But, like, it was just on that natural kind of progression. And he was kind of like, holy shit, like, I am not ready to be there right, yet right. with who I am mm-hmm. as a person and what I have to offer. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I've... I don't know if any of my relationships ended because of an insecurity necessarily, but I definitely know that there's been insecurities. What? What? Um, the like first girl that you dated. You don't think that ended because of insecurities? No, it ended because she cheated on me and. But you don't think was that violent. Came- <laughs> Well, the violent part for sure, but like her cheating on you and being like emotionally manipulative and like not ready to come out of the closet at all was definitely because of insecurities and like herself and who she is and how she was going to be perceived after that. That's true. I think there's just like so many other things that went into it as well, though. I like don't see it as just that Mm -hmm. being the catalyst of the Mm -hmm. breakup, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that's fair. But I was, I mean, I think definitely there's been insecurities in my relationships that I've either from my partner or from me where I feel like shit like this could this could end the relationship Mm -hmm. especially when my partners have been possessive Mm -hmm. like I cannot Mm -hmm. handle a possessive person Mm -mm. it's like I want you to be or like jealousy Mm -hmm. you know like I want there to be like a health like a small healthy amount of that mm-hmm. just because it's like you know I'm your girl and like you can be a little territorial but like not to the point where you're like a psycho about it because mm-hmm. that's not cute no um and that definitely will give me the ick and that has almost ended a relationship in the past for me what's your top insecurity in a relationship 41 percent said fear of abandonment Mm. that's a high number mm-hmm. that's sad 25% said feeling like you're not worthy of love everyone's worthy of love 
This is making me sad. sad. (laughs) Not trusting your partner. What was the percentage on that one? Oh, 20%. (laughs) Okay, thank you. 14% comparison or jealousy. What's yours? I think I go back and forth a little bit. Probably the number one is fear of abandonment, though. Hmm. I wonder why that is. I mean... Like, in high school, even though both my parents lived under the same roof, like, one was very, very absent from the entire family unit. And that was, like, some of the biggest, like, life-changing years of my life, too, going through high school and trying to figure out, like, who I'm going to be, what I want to do, what kind of life I'm going to build for myself. Right. Those are huge, huge years to be going through that in your, like, home Mm -hmm. life. That should be Mm -hmm. the safest place for you ever. And it just wasn't. So I think a lot of that, a lot of not wanting to end up and my parents are so happily married like everything worked out mm-hmm. um but n- like I never want to put myself in that position or be where mm-hmm. my mom was in that position right and I've had relationships end in the past because somebody still wants to be single and like go mm-hmm. experience the world and like it makes me feel like I'm not good enough right then, okay that makes sense I know I am yeah and I've had like friendships end in the past very abruptly that are just kind of like I don't really know like I mean you can kind of track where I guess it went wrong but it's still kind of like I don't feel like that was a a worthy response of the action that happened I guess so again like I wasn't good enough or like I wasn't worthy enough to work through that with right yeah that makes sense I was thinking because it's 41% like there must be more things that one can experience other than being cheated on or you know having a parent leave or something yeah or a partner like literally leave like it there's a lot that goes into a fear of being left behind yeah not chosen anymore because if you think about the word abandonment like it's not like someone like is leaving a box of puppies on the side of the road. Like, there's right. a lot that goes into choices of, like, consistently not being chosen, consistently not being put first, mm. consistently not listening to somebody's feelings when they're trying to express what's going on, mm-hmm. and they just completely disregard that. Like, you're abandoning that person's feelings, mm-hmm. and that's now going into their head of, like, okay, if I say something, either A, nothing's going to change, so what's the point? B, it's going to get better for a little bit, but then it's going to go right back. Mm -hmm. So what's the point? C, it's going to create a huge fight, and then I'm going to have to end up apologizing. So what's the point? And you teach this learned behavior then of just not saying anything anymore because you just don't want to rock any kind of boat Mm -hmm. or take a risk of that person being like, oh, they're too much. Yeah. I'm going to end the relationship now. Right. Yeah. No, those are all like very valid, fair points. I would also say that mine is probably fear of abandonment, but I didn't really know why until actually you just like said all those things. Mm -hmm. And I think I was um, abandoned a lot by friends Mm -hmm. over the years. Mm -hmm. And it happened first, the first time like really aggressively and like horribly in high school, Mm -hmm. like my senior year all the friends that I was friends with all of high school just like literally stopped talking to me and like, yeah for, and I like still to this day don't know why. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and like, we're all older now and like 
when we see each other, we're friendly and, you know, it's fine. But Mm -hmm. that was really hard. Like, I was, like, very depressed. Like, I had to go to therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I got, like... unfortunately, you weren't the first person that they did that to. Yeah. Or were you the last? Yeah. True. Um, And then when I moved abroad, one of my, like, best friends, like, I thought she was, like, my sister literally just like left the country and like never told me why never said bye like it was so abrupt Mm -hmm. um and then when I did get in contact with her she was just like saying all this like weird shit like I don't know it was she abandoned me Mm -hmm. that's like the gist of it yeah um and then I also in my freshman year of college I had a like a really good friend who kind of just like ditched as well Mm -hmm. um so yeah i think that all checks out Mm -hmm. oh i asked if there was something else let's see what people said not living up to your partner's expectations family or lack thereof and then all of the above i don't like that Mm -mm. back to poop (laughs) Oh my god. Would you be upset or grossed out if your partner pooed or tooted whilst you were around them? 51% said, no, I want my partner to feel comfortable. 30% said, as long as it's not all the time, I don't really care. 15% said, I wouldn't be mad, but like, try not to. And 4% said, yeah, don't do that shit. Get it? But for real, don't. (laughs) I said, uh, I wouldn't be mad, but like, try not to just mostly with the tooting i understand you gotta poop that's fine whatever go to the like that's why we have bathrooms like go to it do your business even if my partner wants to get up and go fart in the bathroom get up and go do it like i just i don't see why you have to do it on the couch right next to me yeah that's or fair. in bed where we sleep and now all the poop particles are flying around in the air <laughs> this is what it comes down to you're such a clean freak that's a what it little is. bit yeah I mean, if you're wearing clothes, still, would you do anal? Do you want to rephrase that? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want me to rephrase that? No. (laughs) Would you? Complete the fifth on this. Okay, there we go. Okay, I asked you guys to DM me your most embarrassing poop-related stories whilst you've been in a relationship. And we'll read out a couple. Let's see, let's see. Okay, this woman says, Okay, worst shit-related story. I was dating this guy and we were like six months in, but I'm poop shy and we can be eight years in and I'm still not pooping around you. But he came over and I was feeling queasy, so I knew it would be a bad one. (laughs) So I told him I had to run across the street to go get ibuprofen for a headache. I went to the amenities in my apartment for a while to use the restroom, like he didn't even notice. Came back and immediately hopped in the shower and he tried to make a move on me and I told him to leave. Bummer. That could have been worse though. (laughs) don't devalue their experience (laughs) i'm so sorry that happened to you that's something that i would do is like make an excuse about why like 
if it's early on in a relationship and I know that it's just like not going to be a good situation and I'm not comfortable enough to be like, you need to put in headphones and like sit in this corner. That's like as far away from the bathroom as you can possibly get. So yeah. like, I just don't feel like I'm being perceived in there at mm-hmm. all. Um, I would definitely go find a bathroom somewhere. Yeah. I think I've done that before. I don't remember where I was, but I remember like going saying I like needed to leave for something and like going into the apartments mm-hmm. facilities somewhere mm-hmm. else. Um, so that's fair. Um, someone said <laughs> on a cold winter night, oh my God. <laughs> on a cold winter night, I was up late and knew I was going to have the runs. I figured it was going to be loud. I didn't want her to hear. So I snuck out with a roll of TP <laughs> to, <laughs> to do my business in the woods, in the woods, <laughs> In the pouring rain, and it was absolutely horrible, but worth saving the embarrassment and possibly waking her. Also, she's aware of this now. Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) In the woods. In the pouring rain. Mm -hmm. Can you believe? That's wild. That's so crazy. When I... The dedication, though, of this man to his woman. Gotta love it. I would... That's like an ick for me. (laughs) If my man, like, went that far out of his way to, like, Not conceal. No. Like, just do what you gotta do. Mm. Boo-boo. Mm. Someone said, not poop-related, but pee-related, if that counts. I guess. I was at a festival and pulled a girl. And let's say we were both very intoxicated. Let's say. Anyway, she ended up sleeping in my tent. Early hours of the morning, I woke up in a small puddle. <laughs> Oh, half no. asleep just thought it might have rained and the tent had leaked a bit so rolled over and went back to sleep next morning i got up and went to change and noticed my trousers stank of piss i thought i had pissed myself a day and i thought i had pissed myself all day until her friend told me that she pissed herself last night and was so embarrassed in the morning that she left straight away and because of how she had been lying with one leg over me, it looked like I was the one that had pissed myself. <laughs> <laughs> Rough. Woof. That's like a really good never have I ever. I guess probably not a lot of people have had that same experience. <laughs> guess not. Um, I have two poop-related stories. Not They're not me, but they're friends. And I think it's so sure. funny. <laughs> I, I would not be shy if it was me. Oh, we know. <laughs> so one of my friends obviously will not name names. Um, she was hooking up with this guy, I think, for like the second time they mm-hmm. had ever hooked up. And he wanted to do anal. Mm-hmm. And she was like... I don't know like we just ate Mexican food like I I just don't know if like we should do that and anyways they ended up doing it mm-hmm. like it was consensual mm-hmm. and she literally shot on his dick <laughs> I think I've told you this story before maybe <laughs> I think so too. um but like she was obviously mortified yeah and then they both went into the to the shower and like showered off and, like, he was such a champ about it. He was like, no, it's fine. Like, don't be, you know, don't be. Well, good. I feel like if you're a man and you're asking to have anal. Yeah, you got to be ready for anything. Absolutely. Shit could hit the fan. Shit Or happens. your dick. Okay. 
Um, like if you're not preparing your partner, that yeah, this request is coming and they don't have time to do the things that need to be done. Right. Yeah. You're Totes. asking for it. Totes. And then they got into a relationship and they've been together ever since. So. I love that for them. Yeah, it's a cute story. Um, and then another one of my friends, I don't know if I'm going to get this story completely, completely right, so I might cut it out, but she was spending the night at her boyfriend's parents' house. Mm-hmm. So I think they were home from like university for like the summer, like a break or something. And she was sleeping next to him in his bed. And I think she wasn't wearing, I think maybe she was, like, naked. Like, she wasn't wearing any clothes. And she, like, woke up in the middle of the night, like, oh, you know, I have to shit. Like, this doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. And so she, like, like, it came on all of a sudden. And she ran out of his room, like, into the bathroom, did her business, took a shower, like, you know, got all clean, and then came back, went to bed. And then in the morning, <laughs> they wake up and there's like shit, like droplets or stains on the carpet. <gasps> and she has to pretend like she has no idea who it was from, where it came how from, how it got oh. there. Oh no. Can you imagine? No. Yeah. I would Rough. cry. I'd change my i'd change i would join witness protection (laughs) like you couldn't waterboard that story out of me wow i think those are like funny stories yeah not when they happen to you (laughs) (laughs) um all right i think that's that's enough for today thank god if you guys stuck it out until this moment Bravo. If you liked this episode, <laughs> which you probably did, please leave us a glowing review and rate us five stars wherever you're listening. Mm-hmm. And leave a comment on Spotify. Yeah. And we hope you have a majestic week. Okay. Love you. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.